Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Let's start off the show talking about the Bellwether Research and Consulting poll. They've released this survey, and it's taking a look at the open governor's seat and also the Senate race. And Mitch Fest may be ending at Purdue, but could it be spreading to the rest of Indiana? That's entirely up to Mitch Daniels. But if he were to say yes... Things look pretty good for him. So it's very interesting. So this poll is done by Bellwether Research. Christine Matthews Mm -hmm. is uh, the person who did the poll. She was a longtime pollster for uh, Daniels. Mm -hmm. So you got to... there's a reason these things are happening, right? There had been a like a website or a Twitter account that was a draft Mitch type of thing. And I think a lot of the Daniels people are putting things out or doing things in an attempt to perhaps encourage Mitch Daniels to consider running for public office again, be it governor, U.S. Senate, whatever. Mm -hmm. But what was interesting in this poll, and I was thinking about this driving into work today, is how the what do we say about Trump? Like, how can I miss you if you won't go away? Remember the thing we always say about Trump? How can I miss you if Mm -hmm. you won't go away? And Trump's refusal to go away has been such a detriment to him. Mitch Daniels is a great example of the how can I miss you if you won't go away? Because Mitch Daniels, while he has run Purdue and has been high profile in his running of Purdue University, his success in running Purdue University, coupled with being outside of the political sphere, has clearly made many, at least Republicans, yearn to return. Mm -hmm. How about that for a little Mm -hmm. rhyming uh, right in the opening segment? To the days of Mitch Daniels. And what's interesting is the idea, and and we're going to talk with Abdul about this a little bit later. I don't think Mitch is going to run, and I don't think Abdul thinks Mitch is going to run, because Mitch Daniels is a really smart dude. Mm -hmm. And I think Mitch Daniels is smart enough, one, I don't think he wants to deal with it anymore. But when the legacy and idea of you is always greater than you in itself, why would you spoil it mm-hmm. by reminding people that, hey, it wasn't actually as great as you remember it Go being. out on a high note right. is what you're saying. And what I'm talking about is the legacy of Mitch Daniels is he cut every tax, mm-hmm. he limited every government, everything was about slashing and giving back to the people, and there was no special interest, and that's not how it was at all. I mean, look no further than right down the street from us at Lucas Oil Stadium. Lucas Oil Stadium was a massive giveaway by Mitch Daniels. It was orchestrated by Mitch Daniels as a massive giveaway to a billionaire, and it was done by a tax increase on poor and middle-class people that is still in existence and will be in existence for years and years and years. That's the reality of Mitch Daniels. That's not limited government. That's not less government. That's not lower-cost government. That's crony capitalism in which a billionaire, Jim Ursay, profits off people like us. But the the reality is, nobody talks about that because the legacy of Mitch Daniels, Mm -hmm. the idea of Mitch Daniels, was far greater than Mitch Daniels himself. Well, his legacy is being a fiscal conservative. And it's interesting that you mentioned, how can I miss you when you won't go away? Because when he was speaking at Memorial Union during a cocktail hour, he did a 16-minute speech and he started it with, how can I miss you if you, if I, how can sure. you miss me if I don't go away? And, and it doesn't mean Mitch Daniels wasn't a decent governor. Indiana was in F position when he left and they were in a C position, or when he started in a C position when he left. Now, these guys have totally put it back to an F position because once dad got out of the room, these little children just undid a whole bunch of things he did. But, like, 
Let's take, for example, uh, taxation. Okay, let's take the stadium out of the equation. The reality is that when property taxes were enacted, Mitch Daniels, the guy who gave the property tax caps to the state of Indiana. Yes, but when the property tax caps were enacted, they also raised the sales tax. There was not a tax cut when you got property taxes. They just shifted the tax burden. Mm -hmm. And now, because of the flawed and highly horrific assessment process that the Republicans here are doing nothing about. People are already paying more on property taxes than they were before the property tax caps. So when they got around that, you have record taxation and you still have higher sales tax. So Mitch Daniels was in that sense, not a tax cutter. He was a tax transfer. But the the legacy of Mitch Daniels, unless he gets back in the arena was, well, Mitch Daniels is the guy who gave us property tax caps, not Mitch Daniels is the guy who raised the sales tax. And because they did nothing about assessments, you're now paying more in property taxes than you were before the cap anyway. So th- that, that's what I'm saying. It's all it's for a guy like that. It's probably better to be just at, forever remembered. They'll probably erect a statue to him at some point. Why would you ruin it by getting back in the arena? Yeah, well, a lot of people are saying that he is intrigued by the position of senator. And let's talk about this poll because there are two takes on it. They did two different selections, right? The first one has Todd Rokita, Jim Banks, Victoria Sparks, and Trey Hollingsworth. Yes. And and a lot of unsures. Hey, real quick. So uh, my goal for 2023, Casey, Mm -hmm. I have set a goal. And that is to have more rich friends. (laughs) Because I've been hanging out with you and Kevin. And look at where it's gotten me. I'm hanging out with you and Kevin. Wait, I got producer money. <laughs> what are you talking about? I got about? Uno Gold money, baby. <laughs> uh, and so I've been kind of mean to Hollingsworth. He voted for the uh, January 6th committee, which is highly egregious. And, you know, he used some of that family money to, uh, you know, basically buy a U.S. House seat. And I've been critical of that. But, you know, I'm going to turn over a new leaf mm-hmm. in 2023. And that new leaf is what's best for me. <laughs> and so Trey at 11 percent. I'm with you, baby. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, when you add in Mitch Daniels, though, Trey Hollingsworth, polling numbers go down to 9%. He was at 11, now he's at 9. But Mitch Daniels running away with it. It looks like, according to this poll, if Mitch Daniels wanted the job, it's his for the taking. Yeah, absolutely. So Daniels comes in at 32%. Mm-hmm. The next closest is, is Banks at 10. Compare and contrast that to Daniels. Not in the equation. They've got Rokita at 16, Banks at 14, Sparks at 12, Hollingworth at 11. It's a wide open race. And this comes back to, again, if you're Mitch Daniels and you are okay with the rough and tumble political world we live in, which I don't think he is, and I think that's part of why he didn't run for president in 2012, then clearly you enter as the overwhelming frontrunner. However, you have to realize that whether it's Jim Banks or Hollingsworth or Victoria Sparks or certainly Rokita, those people are sharks and killers, and they're not just going to step back and go, hey, Mitch is back. How might I be subservient to you? Mm-hmm. No, they all want to be the people that people are subservient to. They're going to do everything in their power to try to disrupt you know, what pe- the perception of this guy. And again, those things are all on the table. The reality is that Mitch Daniels did do some good things as governor. He also did some things that did not work out well for for regular people. I mean, Mitch Daniels was a huge proponent of standardized testing. He was a pu- huge proponent of not letting you know the teachers having the ability and freedom to teach. I mean, these are all things that would that would come out. Least out the toll roads. And so it doesn't. It's it's fun for us to talk about right now. And the reality is, Mitch Daniels does start with an overwhelming advantage if he got in, mm-hmm. but. It's a different time. He would also be 70, I think 75 years old. 
Why would you at 75 want to enter the United States Senate? You're not going to accomplish anything. Mitch Daniels did, in many cases, uh, you know, apply government reform and try to cut government here and there, not nearly to the point people believe he did. But you're not going to get that done in Washington. It's why he left Bush's administration to run for governor in the first place. He recognized a single person cannot get anything done in Washington, D.C. Well, and part of that is branding, though, because you have a whole generation who know him as my man Mitch. And then you take that generation, and if their kids went to Purdue, yep. it's just even more solidified because he never raised tuition. So, in their mind, that is like a tax cut. And here's what would be very interesting, and I know we got to get to a break. Your daughter... Mm-hmm is someone who is not super political in any shape, form, or fashion. Is that a fair assessment? <laughs> like, I mean, she is she is not sitting around thinking about the things we are thinking about on a daily basis. Spot on. Okay. Would she vote for Mitch Daniels just based on the job he did at Purdue? I think Mitch Daniels weirdly brings a lot of different people into mm-hmm. the equation, certainly in a general election. I think she would be one of those young people who would go to vote and would go, that's a name that I've heard of, yep. and that's why. And, and I do think if Mitch Daniels got in, he would not only win, he would win overwhelmingly, and mm-hmm. it might be a thing like that used to happen with Luger, where the Democrats like, we're not even running a candidate. I mean, Mitch Daniels is despite the fact that he did do things as we're laying out here that were not good for regular people, he is a revered institution in this state. Mm -hmm. He has an incredible legacy and he would probably win running away if he decided to run. Mm -hmm. And there's some things that he did at Purdue that I think he could run on. No, there's no doubt. You know, he he hasn't been in office, an elected office, but he has been a leader of a campus and a lot of other universities when the country was reopening back up looked to him and what he did at Purdue, the steps that he put in place yeah. to open the university back up. They were one of the first ones in the country to reopen. There's no doubt Mitch Daniels, and I, I don't want anybody to misconstrue this segment that we just did. There's no doubt Mitch Daniels has been a positive for the state of Indiana. There's no doubt his time as Purdue and as governor, Mitch Daniels, there were more yeses than nos. But this is why people love our show. We're not just the people who roll over and go, Oh my gosh, Mitch Daniels is back. He was the greatest person in the history of ever. No, we talk about the realities of people, the good the good and the bad. And, and the reality is that there's a lot of things that Mitch Daniels did that didn't work out well, but definitely a plus in, what do they say, in the aggregate, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.